0: Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call. We've got you covered.
1: Hey there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. I'm Jeff Taylor, sports director at Bay Hackle Sports, and this podcast is brought to you by the Downer Law Firm, Charlotte's hometown legal team. you ever injured in an accident, make sure you check out the Downer Law Firm. We appreciate them sponsoring this podcast and all they do for high school sports in our area. So today, we took the podcast on the road. We're at Providence Day, and I'm sitting beside Josh Springer here. He is the head basketball coach for the ladies at Providence Day, thanks for joining me.
0: Jeff, always great to be with you.
1: Thanks, I know, and listen, this guy, uh, he's awesome. He's done some great stuff here at Providence Day and he will continue to do so. And So yeah, let's talk about your season first a little bit. Your season just wrapped up um, this past weekend. Um, I know you got to the point you wanted to, but didn't quite cross the finish line. Just talk to me about your season and um, how proud you are of of what your girls accomplished this year.
0: Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Obviously, we would love to win them all. We would love to have gotten that state championship. Congrats to Cannon on an outstanding season, but couldn't be any more proud of our girls. Uh, we finished the year 21-10. and 10. We reached the state championship game for the 12th time in the last 17 years as a program here, led by Sophie Levine, our only senior who's committed to Franklin and Marshall. Uh, Sophie and Jade actually both earned all-state honors, wow. which is incredible. Our team earlier this year won the Harris. Uh, casino Tournament Championship down in, or excuse me, up in Cherokee, excuse WG. me, at Christmas. <laughs> <Up> down across. <laughs> exactly. Western North Carolina. <laughs> and we played the second toughest strength of schedule by Max Prefs by all the schools in the Charlotte area. And so really, really proud of our young ladies. We had an outstanding season. Our program motto is It's Not About Me. Our theme this year was the energy bus. And I just thought our kids really came together. And it sounds so cliche, but they played their hearts out for each other.
1: Talk to me a little bit uh, for those people who don't know a little bit about you, uh, just your coaching style. I mean, obviously, to, to make the run job I've had and to build a program and to build a culture, um, how do you do it?
0: Get really good players and really good <laughs> assistant coaches. Right. Now, that's that sounds overly simplistic, but our program motto again here, Jeff, for 17 years has been, it's not about me. And in a right. day and age where everybody wants it to be all about them, every player wants it to be all about them. Sometimes parents want to be about them. Sometimes coaches want to be about them. Our kids have really bought in, and, and I'm not kidding when I say I've got the best assistant coaches in America. David Russell has been with me 17 years. Wow. Nicole Okubonjo has been with me 16 years. Amanda Brooks has been with me over a decade as well, and going on and on down the line through our middle school coaches, our JV coaches, we have... Uh, we have alumni who are on our staff we have former college point guards on our staff we have former college Post players on our staff. We have IFBL coaches and parents that really dive in and invest in our kids at a really young age. We have 175 girls playing from TK through 12th grade. So we hope they fall in love with basketball at five years old, and then we want them to stay falling in love with it through 25 years old.
1: You know, I think what's cool when I sit here and think about it um, and think about where this program, you know, it, where they're at now, where you're at now, you know, you mentioned, you know, you get the, 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 preschool kids or the elementary school kids, and you get to know them and watch them grow um, and become, you know, young ladies to ladies, how cool is that to just be able to journey with them along, you know, to take that journey with them?
0: It's starting to make me feel really old, honestly, <laughs> because I've been here 17 years now, Jeff. You don't have the gray beard when, yet, the gray and, and white. <laughs> and when Sophie Levine graduates in three months, she's been in our program for 14 years. Wow! And so some coaches have players for a year, or for three years, or even for four years at the high school level. And that's one of the amazing things about a TK through 12 school. Providence Day, largest independent school in North Carolina outstanding academic reputation, outstanding academic, or excuse me, athletic reputation, having won eight of the last 12 Wells Fargo Cups. And so when you see a young lady like Sophie matriculate through elementary school, through middle school, through high school, and then be able to take her team to a state championship game and then ultimately go on to play in college at Franklin and Marshall, there's just an immense sense of pride there.
1: That's cool. And, um, you know, for me, too, um, and congrats to you and kudos to you because, you know, we live in a time where, you know, coaches come and go. Um, they're here today and gone tomorrow. And, I, and so kudos to you for the time you've put in because, like you said, you've been able to build those relationships and build a winning program. So kudos to that. You know, I had a chance to um, follow a lot of the private schools in terms of the – it's so hard to say – the NCISAA, um, the playoffs, um, and, and actually all season long, um, and just the amount of talent – um in the private schools here in the Carolina it's it's pretty strong
0: it's incredible there's a reason North Carolina is called the hoop state because North Carolina is without a doubt one of the strongest basketball states in the entire U.S. yep
1: and when you think about I mean I was sitting there last night um you know even on the guy side thinking about college you mentioned the hoop state Panthers need to get better Panthers need to stop raising ticket prices that's another whole topic but you know I was looking at um I was watching App State last night because my uh, middle son graduated from App State. And I'm like, wow, you know, the run they're on right now and, and, and the 49ers, you know, what they've done there in terms of that program. But then you mentioned the Duke and the Carolinas, but mm-hmm. even the girls side of it all just, uh, yeah, we're, we're kind of the basketball state. So um, we talk about the talent from all the private schools here in the Carolinas. So let's talk about Saturday, uh, which is March 2nd, I believe. Absolutely. Correct. Absolutely. Um, talk to me about what's going on. We have a private school all-star game.
0: Absolutely, so this this originated 11 years ago. Brian Field, our former boys basketball coach, and I were having lunch, and we said, if you're a McDonald's All-American, which is one in 10,000 high school athletes, you get to play in the most illustrious all-star game across the country. But what about all the rest of our seniors? and that's guys from Asheville, Wilmington, Raleigh, that's young ladies from Fayetteville, young ladies from Burlington. We said, why don't we put an event together to highlight all of our seniors across the state, give them a chance to have one all-star weekend, compete with and against friends and former allies, former foes, and then also from a recruiting point of view, have a chance to earn a chance to play at the college level. If you look at the rosters for this weekend, several of these young men and young women are already committed to play Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three college basketball. Several of them are looking for those opportunities. And one of my favorite stories on this topic, Jeff, we had a young lady who was six foot four from the beach, came and played in this game four years ago. And I said, "Where are you going to play college?" She said, "Nowhere, coach. Nobody's seen me play." She played in this All Star game. She had five Division Two offers by Wednesday following the all-star game and so it's about opportunities it's about changing lives for young people and their families in that trajectory and when these young people have such a passion to continue playing basketball we're fortunate to provide a platform where maybe they can be seen by D2 D3 NAI junior college coaches and continue chasing that dream
1: so with all the talent you have how many so how many total between the guys and the girls so I'll be playing this weekend.
0: We have 24 of the top high school senior girls from North Carolina and 24 of the top senior guys from the state of North Carolina. So, 48 total. 48 I'm no total math so major. That's why <laughs> I teach and coach them. a little bit.
1: <laughs> so let's. I guess my question is, with all the talent out there, how do you, how do you, how do you choose? Uh, you know, I, I I was talking to Ray Evernham the other day, NASCAR crew chief, and was talking to him about writing a book. Who's had so many stories. I'm like. How do you not tell every story, but along those lines, how do, you, like, how do you pick, and how tough is it to select 24 girls and 24 guys?
0: It is very difficult, and Ron Johnson, our head boys basketball coach at Providence Day, a legend in the state on the boys' side. Uh, Ron chairs the men's committee. I chair the women's committee, and we have three other coaches from across the state from all divisions, from 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A coaches, because we want to get great representation from coaches and players all across the state. And so the coaches across the state turn in nominations, midway through the season. And then we have our committees meet early in January and we meet multiple times over Zoom. We comb through huddle films. We call coaches. We try to get as much information as possible to try to get it right. Right. And so the four of us on the women's side meet multiple times and same thing on the men's side. And then we send out those invites to those players and hopefully they accept. Hopefully they're able to be a part of it. Hopefully they're healthy and able to engage in what will be the 11th annual uh, North Carolina private school all-star game weekend this weekend. Yeah,
1: eleven. Which, by the way, we'll stream live on Behechel Sports. So let's. The girls' game starts at.
0: The girls' game is at twelve o'clock right here at the MAC, okay. and the boys' game is at two o'clock right here from the Mozak Athletic Center.
1: Got it. Cool. So let's talk a little bit about. Um, and, and we talked a little bit about it last year when I uh, kind of got into this for the first time and was talking with you and stuff obviously what occurs on the court is important, but also what occurs, excuse me, off the court is just as important. You do some pretty cool community service stuff. Can you talk to me a little bit about that?
0: Absolutely. We're extremely passionate about our partnership with Samaritan's Feet. And at Providence Day, our PD Girls Basketball program has partnered with Samaritan's Feet for 17 years now. And so we've carried on that partnership and really extended it. This year, we created the Barefoot Classic with Coach Johnson on the boys' side. And so we had a one-day showcase here. I believe it was December 9th this year where we had four of the top Girls teams, Charlotte Catholic was in it, Myers Park was in it, and they're both favorites to win a state title. Catawba Ridge was in it. And then uh, we had four boys teams as well in the event. And sure, it was an amazing day of basketball, but we use that platform and partnered with samaritan's feet to collect shoes for those in need whether that be locally or internationally we went out to the samaritan's feet warehouse and uh, sorted shoes as well and again we've furthered that partnership with the all-star game for the last three years now we've gone out to samaritan's feet and and how How awesome is it to take the opportunity where you have 48 young people who are going to be leaders on their college campuses in a year, whether that's at Texas or at Queens or at Montana or Wisconsin, wherever it is, many of them playing basketball and helping them understand as well, it's not just about making layups and three-pointers. It's not just about 2,000 Instagram followers. It's about making a difference in your community, and if we can use basketball A small thing like basketball to make a difference in our Charlotte community, to make a difference overseas, to hopefully plant seeds for these young people to have an amazing heart to serve wherever they go on in a year, that's what it's all about.
1: So obviously it's important to the players um, and to the coaches to be able to give back to the community. Um, Do you have any cool stories or anything about like maybe what it's meant to the kids who are receiving the gifts? Um, whether it's a pair of shoes or something like that, you know, has there been a bit cool story of like just a, a connection piece where maybe the player didn't get it and the kid didn't get it, but they had that moment of going, "This is kind of, this is kind of cool."
0: There are so many layers to Samaritan's Feet, and Manny, a home, is an incredible man, a strong Christian, and just a selfless man. They recently went over their goal of putting 10 million pair of shoes on kids feet across the world and one piece of the puzzle is collecting shoes another piece of the puzzle is shoe sorting but where it really hits home is shoe distribution and what i say by that or excuse me what i mean by that is several years ago we went over to carolina courts and did a shoe distribution and this is one of one of the most powerful stories i've ever heard on this topic is that we had a young lady on our team who was um who was getting socks and getting shoes, and the students from Union County came in, and this, this girl, six-foot girl played on a Union County team out there came in, and she said, Coach, I'm a size 11, and one of our players got her a fresh pair of socks and new pair of shoes, and it was a white pair of shoes with sparkles all over it, and we washed her feet, we prayed with her, and she looked right at one of our players, and she looked right at me, and she said, Coach, this is the exact same pair of shoes I got here last year. I love them. Really? And I will never forget the look on this young lady's right. face. I look down in the closet this morning, Jeff, and decide, am I going to wear the white shoes, the red shoes, or the black shoes? Some of our players may look down and say, do I want to wear the, the Jordans or the Kobe's or the LeBrons right. or whatever it might be? And again when you donate a pair of shoes and send it off in a box that's one thing right, when you go to the, the warehouse even and when you sort a size 10 and a size 12 but when you see a line of 200 kids coming in to get a pair of shoes and they don't care if they're white, red, black, or green. And when I see a 17-year-old high school young lady come in and look right at me and have just fire in her eyes and a look and a a sparkle in her eye about getting the exact same pair of shoes as she did a year ago and genuinely loving life, I mean, it it doesn't get any better than that.
1: Is that kind of, Coach, the message for Providence Day as a whole? Because I've I've talked to Coach Greer some, too, and, you know, I I just feel like the community service portion of it. Um, Talk to me a little bit just about the the – the the message the school puts out there, not necessarily the basketball, but the school as a whole.
0: Absolutely, our school is extremely passionate about the philanthropic piece about serving others about giving back to others and in this case I don't know a lot about a lot of things I know a little bit about basketball (laughs) and so we try to use that as a platform to serve others and going back to our program motto is it's not about me so how are we genuinely diving into the community for the last two years Providence Day school as a whole had a Samaritan's Feet distribution drive we had I believe it was 8,000 pair of shoes in our west lot across campus, and we had the wrestling team there. We had the soccer team there. We had the tennis team there. We had six-year-olds in lower school coming out and sorting shoes with their parents. And so it's not just a basketball team thing. It's not just a football team thing. That partnership has been incredibly strong between Providence Day and Samaritan's Feet and so many other amazing organizations.
1: Um, Switch back to the game real quick. Of course. Go into that for a second. So – You bring together 24 girls, 24 guys who've never – well, maybe some have played together, some may have not. And you only get what? How long do you get – so walk me through the weekend. Sure. So tell me, like, you know, just walk me through the weekend. When do they get here? What is – you know, when do they practice? Because I guess the question I'm getting at is, you know, I coached for years in football, you know, and it took me a little while to get, you know, the kids together as a team and to get a team going. But you have what? 40, I don't know, 40, how many hours you have. How tough is it to get 24 players on the same page and coach them with a, you know, a common goal?
0: Well, here's the reality. They wouldn't be here if they couldn't play. And so that's the exciting part. That's the exciting part as a coach. All of us as coaches, basketball, football, soccer, we're all a lot smarter, we're all a lot better, the better our players are. Right. And so the good news is all of these young ladies and young men can play. But to your point, they come in tomorrow morning, Okay. and some will come in from a mile away and might play at Charlotte Latin or Country Day or PD, wherever it is. And some are coming in from Asheville. Some are coming in from Wilmington, from Winston-Salem, wherever it might be. And so they all come in tomorrow morning. The West All-Stars come in first I believe about nine thirty and obviously they're closer in proximity and so they'll practice right behind us here in the Mozak Athletic Center. And it's always interesting to see different coaching styles. Yeah, Some I got coaches what you're saying, yeah. are extremely <laughs> Uh, play some defense, re- regimented, gun. <laughs> serious. Well, and just the way they approach the All-Star sure. game. I've sure. been fortunate to coach three different All-Star games, and two of them were fun. One of them was miserable, miserable because we almost blew a 31-point halftime lead, and I was questioning whether I was cut out for the All-Star game. But really, it's a great day to celebrate the kids. In a regular high school game, we're we're obviously our best players are gonna play 30 minutes. You might have a bench player play two minutes or six minutes or eight minutes. What you're gonna see this weekend is the play playing time being pretty equal that's every what I was gonna kid ask. Yeah, like, every do, kid that, that, that's here That's going to be tough to do. It is and and we talked to the coaches up front about look we want to try to make the playing time about as even as possible when it's the last 5 6 minutes of the game go win it.
1: Right. Go win it. Go win it, yeah. But sure. the
0: first first 35 minutes of the game, we'll play two 20 minute college halves. And the reason is, again, we want these players to be seen. We right. want them to get minutes. Sure. We don't want them to drive here from Wilmington and play a minute 10. That's not fair to that kid and that family. So we're going to play two 20 minute halves. And again, try to maximize the opportunity for these kids to get on the court, compete against other really high level players. And so the West comes in about 930. The East will come in about 11 o'clock in practice. We'll have a great lunch, good Firehouse subs lunch. And then uh, we'll go out to Samaritan's feet for a couple hours. We'll come back and practice again. So total practice time is only about two hours and 15 minutes. And so you'll see some coaches run through shooting drills. And obviously, they know most of the players having coached them or coached against them for the last year, three years, four years it's always funny when the coaches walk in and say thank god she's graduating it feels like she's been there about eight years but uh on the girls side we've got eric smith legendary coach at charlotte latin and britney drew from uh, high point christian who just led her team to the state championship game and then on the men's side i know rodney monroe is coaching uh one of the teams as well and obviously everybody in the state of north carolina knows rodney monroe sure so it's a it's a star-studded group of coaches and players and then tomorrow the games are at 12 o'clock and two o'clock and so it's a Jam packed 36, 40 hours, and, Warwick. and Warwick.
1: we're Warwick. looking forward to it. So, uh I don't, I don't know. I'll ask this because I don't know. Are there college coaches here? College, college coach. recruits? Or Absolutely.
0: So we send out the list of all the players in the game to colleges. Again, uh, the division one schools may have rules that they can or right, can't that's come, I, but yeah, the division, II two, schools, division right. two schools, division two schools, division three schools, NAI schools, junior college schools. And, and again, everybody turns on the TV and wants to see Texas, Duke and play there. And that's great. But Hey. Any opportunity to play at any college listen, is a blessing. Is I,
1: truly a blessing. I played Division three football,
0: and uh, I, I tell
1: I, I tell people I played college football.
0: I played at the University of Nowhere, Jeff. <laughs> uh, I wasn't good enough. It was that simple.
1: I mean, I, I went Division three, and it, I mean, even even then, it was kind of like come to our school, walk on, and you're on the team. Mm-hmm. It was just, kinda, but it, you know, I tell people, hey, I played college football, and and you know, I think a lot of times too people get so wrapped up in the division One, they forget about the division two, they forget about the division three and what, you know, what, what opportunities they, they put out there. Um, so yeah, well, that, that sounds awesome. So let me ask you this. Um, how impressed are you right now? We're going to talk college basketball for just a sake. Love it. Um, I, my oldest graduated from South Carolina. Um, I, don't, I just, it's stunning. Dawn Staling, what she's done with that program um, and where they're at right now. I, 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 I'm just at all.
0: Stunning is the right word, and it's not overstating it. Right now in 2024, Dawn Staley, they are getting 15, 16, 17,000 butts in seats, in seats every single night. Yep. Not on senior night, not just when they play UConn, every single night. And I remember back in... Tiffany Mitchell played for me. Tiffany graduated in 2012. So that was 12 years ago. Dawn has been there, I believe, about 14 yep. years now. Leisha Welch was one of her first good players. Mm-hmm. Tiff was a top 25 national player. And Tiffany went there before it was cool to go to South Carolina. And Tiff always looked up to Dawn Staley as a player with the sting and said, I want to go play for her. She knew Dawn Staley could get the best out of her. And so Tiff went there in 2012 and led them to a Final Four. And now, to your point, over the last three years, they've lost, what, one game in the last three years? And and one of them was a monster one when it was in the Final Four last year. But they're undefeated this year. They marched all the way to the Final Four last year, the year before they won the national title. And, and they probably
1: would have done it the COVID year. Absolutely, had they had the tournament then. Um, it, so let me ask you this: as as a coach of the ladies, um, and I mean, when we think about sports right now, we can talk about men's basketball and stuff, but the story is South Carolina women. How cool is that? In terms of you know being a coach who lead who leads the ladies.
0: Well, and we talk to our players all the time about. We want you to feel big time, you are big time. We highlight our kids on this campus all the time, every bit as much as the men. And to your point on the college level, two of the biggest stories in all of college sports are both on the women's side. And one is South Carolina, undefeated season again as we enter March. And the Caitlin Clark phenomenon. Right, yeah. And it it hasn't just been one game, as Caitlin Clark last night becomes the all time leading scorer in all time college sports, not just for NAI, excuse me, not just for the NCAA, all time women's basketball. Uh, that has been remarkable. Right. And when you have young ladies and young boys saying, I want to go watch Caitlin Clark play, right. I want to go see. go see the see And there's 15,000 yep. people at those games. We took our team to the Virginia Tech game to kick off the season, okay. Virginia Tech ladies versus Iowa. Right. And half of our team was ecstatic to see Caitlin Clark play. And so it's just an awesome thing that she's a great young lady, positive role model, but then seeing dads wanting to take their sons out to see right. her play, seeing dads wanting to take their daughters out to see the Gamecocks play women's basketball and the passion for women's basketball the fandom for women's basketball it's, it's exploded yeah, over it's the crazy. last few years and it's here to stay
1: awesome so remind everybody one more time saturday what's going on the times do they, is there tickets to can about online or tickets at the door or just recap everything for everybody
0: great question saturday march 2nd providence day school 5800 sardis road Go to the stop sign turn left that beautiful gym in front of you is the Mozak athletic center ladies tip off at 12 o'clock the guys will tip off at two o'clock admission is ten dollars at the door cash and uh you're going to see a great day of hoops two outstanding games 48 of the top players in the state thanks for being with us
1: coach appreciate all you do
0: thank you Jeff. Lessons.
1: I hope everything goes well this weekend. Best of luck as you move forward. Thank you. Appreciate it. Coach Springer here, Providence Day women's coach. Hey, make sure you get here this weekend. It's going to be an awesome event. So that is it for this podcast episode of the 704 High School Highlight podcast. Thanks for joining us. Remember that this podcast brought to you by the Downer Law Firm, Charlotte's hometown legal team. Check them out if you're ever in an accident or injured. Um, Make sure that you subscribe. Go to our YouTube page or uh, behaglotsports.com. Subscribe to this uh, podcast. We're trying to grow it. We're trying to just continue to be your home for high school sports. And uh, we appreciate those who do subscribe. Make sure you comment, like also. And until next time, have a great week. Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over
0: 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call, we've got you covered.